Today's episode is brought to you by Tenacity. The Tenacity founders have a lifetime of experience in healthcare and the food service industry. And in 2016, they provided Middle Tennessee State University with a $2.5 million grant to study the hemp plant and its all-natural benefits. Tenacity's CBD plus CBDA is amazing, and it's twice as good as CBD alone. They have a full range of products that can help you find the product in the form that's right for you. They have topicals, salves, sports sticks, soft gels, gummies, and tinctures are all available. Their customer reviews are their best stories. If you have time and are interested, read their reviews on their website to see how their products are changing people's lives. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Try Tenacity products for 30 days, and if you don't love it, they will give you a full refund. Go to tenacity.com and use code ACP to get 25% off at checkout. That's T-A-N-A-S-I dot com to get 25% off your first order when you use promo code ACP. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about anxiety and how we can actually calm anxiety by building adaptability. And one of the things that we get stuck in is our fight or flight response, right? It's going around and around and we enter the fear, uh, adrenaline fear cycle. And we seem to be stuck there, fight or flight, day in, day out. And even if it's lower, it's that feeling of impending doom or that something is bound to happen. Even if we aren't having a full-on panic attack, there is this low-lying anxiety. And I have a, um, a lot of information on the website that lists out all kinds of different responses that we have. And um, the reason that we have all of this going on is because we have both nerves that we can control. These are voluntary, and these control how we move, our arms and legs, etc. And nerves that we cannot control. These are involuntary. These consist of the sympathetic and parasympathetic parts of our nervous system. And you hear me talk about that a lot. Sympathetic and parasympathetic. Sympathetic when we're in our fight or flight, and parasympathetic when we are relaxing. But these are generally involuntary, which you already know. 
The sympathetic part responds and reacts when we are stressed, when we're feeling angry or excited or afraid. So like I said, this is something that you are very well familiar with if you are listening to this show. And these things come from our environment or our thoughts, and they can put us into the fight or flight response for protection and to help us get to safety. We are built this way. This is not something that is wrong with us. We want to remember that. I'll take a little side note here uh, because often people are acting as if they are broken or there are things wrong with them because they're experiencing this fight or flight response. We are built to have this. There is nothing wrong with you. Now, Can we get stuck in a routine or a habit or a cycle that has got us going around and around? Yes. And that's exactly what we're here for is to get out of that cycle. But there is nothing wrong with feeling the fight or flight response that comes about from our own body letting out its adrenaline and cortisol and the whole cascade of hormones and bodily reactions that happen. That is normal. It's what we want to pay attention to. What we want to pay attention to is that we don't need to be afraid of that response. Now, what happens with anxiety, what happens with panic attacks is that we become fearful of that feeling. We become fearful that that will happen to us, that we'll experience some of these fight or flight responses. And some of them, uh, the fight or flight responses may make us have some of the following sensations. There are are a lot of new listeners, and so I'm going over some old material here. Bear with me. You could have the sweating, the heart racing, the shallow breathing, dry mouth, um, need to run to the bathroom, chest pain, muscle tightness in the chest, chills, or being overheated. You can have trembling or shaking, difficulty concentrating, being irritable, numbness or tingling, shortness of breath, or that choking feeling, or as I have called it, what I experienced, a lump in the throat, feeling uneasy or panicky, and inability to sleep for a very short list of possible, but these are very common sensations. So I want you to know that um, you can have all kinds of feelings, all kinds of places that your body is reacting to these hormones, but these are very common ones. Um, and you may have experienced some of these. And if you have, just rest assure that there is nothing wrong with you. You are experiencing your fight or flight response, and you may very well be very sensitive to your own body's fight or flight response. And so what does that mean? That means that you can't um, worry about that you're going to feel it. Once you let go of the concern over feeling these sensations, this is when they begin to drop away because we keep the fire burning by our over-concern or worry about having these feelings. Whether we're having it and we're adding to it by worrying and being concerned about it, or if we are just concerned about it for the future. Many, many people ask me, how can I stop being afraid 
that I'm going to be afraid. This is very common anxiety talk, very common anxiety language, being afraid of being afraid. So one of the ways that we can build strength and find our way out of anxiety, the way that we can calm our anxiety is by building adaptability. Today's episode is brought to you by the Say More podcast. We want to recommend the Say More podcast, where in a special series, Boston Globe columnist Shirley Leong is opening up the conversation about stress and burnout to help listeners feel less alone and inspired to get help. She connects with an array of experts like Krista Tippett, who tells us how to find meaning and stillness in modern life and shares her own journey to finding silence and moments of peace. And Emily Nagoski on the ways stress lives in the body, the social pressures that make it worse, and how meaningful the quest to releasing stress can be. Plus, Kale Newport on how to be more productive and creative in an overstimulating world. The series uses medical science, social science, and philosophy to answer deep questions about how stress works on our bodies and our minds. And you'll come away with concrete strategies to work better and live better. Listen to Say More wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. And you know, by supporting our sponsors, you're supporting us. So if you are interested in using Hormone Harmony by Happy Mammoth, please visit happymammoth.com and use promo code ACP for 15% off your first order. Thanks for supporting us by supporting our sponsors. If you're going through menopause, perimenopause, and you just really don't feel like yourself right now, or if you are done with menopause, but you're still feeling like you have some of the hot flashes or racing thoughts and low moods, or still having trouble with your sleep, Hormone Harmony is the thing for you. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts that are called adaptogens. I'm a big fan of herbal adaptogens because they help the body to adapt to stressors such as chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. I'm excited to give Hormone Harmony a try myself. So for a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com by using code ACP at checkout. That's happymammoth.com with code ACP. Now let's get back to talking about how we can get into some adaptability that can help us to calm our anxiety and get that nervous system calmed back down again. We have a threshold of resilience, meaning that we can we have only so much resilience for dealing with all of the stress, both internal and external, that is happening in our lives. And what we want to be able to do is to have more ability to adapt to what is going on around us, to have more resilience with what is happening. And we want to 
keep ourselves from flipping into the fear reaction, fear cycle. And we can do that by having more resilience, being more adaptable. One of the things that we forget about is that we are human and we only have so much capacity. And what I mean by that is I just mentioned that we have a threshold of resilience and that includes both internal and external things that are happening. So many times we don't know what's happening internally. Internally can be, we could be fighting off something physically like, um, uh, an infection or a cold or a flu, or um, we could be having some internal subconscious events that are bubbling up and are still troubling us, but we're, they're not in our conscious awareness. So we don't really quite know that they're there. But again, these are things that we are unaware of that could be happening to us that could be affecting our threshold of resilience, our level of um, tolerance for stress that is coming our way. So to help us with building our adaptability, and we want to do that by first off, having some balance or harmony. Um, you know, we can look at it either way. Nothing in life is ever balanced completely, even Stephen, but we can have harmony. We can be able to flow a little bit better and we can like we can deal with acute stress, right? That something big can come up in our lives that's in the present moment and needs to be dealt with. And, and we can do that because we can get back on even keel again. Acute stress comes and goes, comes and goes. And so we can find our keel again because the stress leaves us and we get a chance to regroup. We get a chance to catch our breath and to be able to go on. And one of the places that we end up with a little trouble is with chronic stress. And that can be chronic internal stress. It can be chronic external stress. That can be things in our life, our environment, relationships, and so forth that are wearing us down and we cannot seem to find relief. This is a place where we are going to feel off keel day in and day out because we are unable to catch our breath. And just for an example, this can be having, um, elderly parents that you are caring for. It could be having um, disabled people in your life, whether it be a mate or a spouse or a child or a parent, some people that you need to care for. Being a caregiver in any way, shape or form is extremely stressful. And it is normally quite chronic because it goes on for probably or possibly a very long time. So what we need to do there is carve out small areas in our life where we can actually make it a priority to catch our breath, to take care of ourselves. Because if you are the caregiver or you are in a situation in your life, perhaps it's your job that has um, something very major going on. Again, that is probably less likely to be chronic, but it could still go on for a long period of time and you're unable to change it or get out of it at the moment. You have to carve out places for yourself. No one is going to do this for you. 
And we do that by having places in our lives where we can become on keel again. And you know, I mentioned the meditation over and over again. I am serious about it. It is a great place to be able to let the dust settle in your life and to be able to start to build adaptability. Why do you build adaptability to the world around you? Because you have become in harmony and balance yet again. You're back on keel. When we are totally tipped over all the time, we become exhausted. And that's not what I want for you guys. I want you to be able to find the little places in your life where you can begin to have some moments of catching your breath so that you can become more adaptable to what's going on around you. This ability to... Um, carve out the time is, is not something that's easy. M- many people talk to me about having difficulty with their schedules and not having time. So what I give everyone who tells me they have no time to meditate or their schedule is too um, wild you know, I recently spoke with a client who works is on an airline and their schedule changes all the time. They work at night, they work in the day, they're traveling, they're not home, they're not in predictable situations. But one thing that we all do every day is we turn in for the night or the day, whatever the time is, we go to bed, we go to sleep. Now, maybe it's difficult to go to sleep, but we are making the effort to go to sleep. So if you are one of these people who are really finding it a challenge to find time for yourself to do these 10-minute meditations that I'm asking you to begin with so that you can regain your resources, let the dust settle from the stress of the day and begin to see that you can adapt because you have strength now from having these small moments to yourself you can do this right before bed. You can do it as you're falling asleep. If this is the place we have to begin, this is the place we will begin. So take your, if you're listening to a recorded meditation that's guided, take that with you to your bed, plug it in and listen to it as you're drifting off to sleep. Maybe it will even help you to go to sleep. Maybe it will help you to sleep through the night better, but do it and do it every day. Every single time you go to bed, do a 10-minute meditation. And I'd love to hear from you how that is working for you. This will give you some strength in the way that I'm talking about, that you are able to let things go, that you'll learn how to do through meditation. You learn to let things go. You will begin to see things more clearly You'll be able to catch your breath and you'll be able to be more adaptable in the world to the stress that is going on around you that you do not have any control over because you have become balanced or in harmony or on keel again. I'd love to hear how this is working for you if you are one of the people who is going to give bedtime meditation a try. It's a wonderful treat for me to be able to be here with you. I look forward to hearing from you. Anxiety Coaches Podcast at gmail.com. And now for today's quote True stability results when presumed order and presumed disorder are balanced. 
A truly stable system expects the unexpected, is prepared to be disrupted, waits to be transformed. And that's from Tom Robbins. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.